Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hey, everybody out there. Welcome back to Positively Wrestling. I am Tim Kennard, and of course, as always, the heel to my baby face, the brain to my gorilla, the, hmm, I I can't say the last one, because <laughs> it's a PG show. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. What did I do to you? No, I, I, well, yeah, well, you know, it would have sounded bad either way, no matter how I would have put the two descriptors, we both would have looked bad, so, um, yeah, we'll discuss that out of air. What popped in my head to use and I didn't. My God. <laughs> I'm going to filibuster this thing so I never hear what it is. Oh, okay. Welcome to the never-ending <laughs> show of Positive Wrestling. Of course, Stephen Davidson with me. Man, how's it going this week, Steve? Oh, uh, it's, 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 a, it's a week. It's one of those weeks. But I, I, I've been thinking, uh-huh. why is hair pulling? Hair pulling. Why is it illegal in wrestling? Good question. I mean, I get no low blows. I get not going for the eyes. But why the hair? Why can't you pull the hair? I don't understand it. You can pull the arm. You can True. pull the leg. Why is hair pulling illegal? That is an excellent question. Uh, I don't know. Maybe just who knows? I mean, you're right. It should be. But I don't know. A lot more people would probably be bald. <laughs> So they don't get yeah, the hair pulled. That's true. <laughs> Ooh, we're going to touch on that later. Uh, I'm going to touch. I'm going to touch on that later. Uh, so we're going to talk about that a little bit. But you know, these are these are the important questions in life when you when you host a wrestling podcast, Tim. Yes, I agree. I agree. Uh, well, we will get into that. Um, let's kick things off. Let's get right into it. Plenty to talk about this week. Uh, we'll start with the three count, of course. And I challenged you last week uh, to give me your three favorite. Alexa Bliss matches. So pretty straightforward. I um, think there might be some crossover here, more than likely. We'll see. But I'll let you kick things off. What's your number three, sir? All right. For my number three, I went July 9th, 2017, Great Balls of Fire. Alexa Bliss defends the Raw Women's Championship against Sasha Banks. Ah. Uh, Sasha gets great matches out of everybody she steps in the ring with, and this was no exception. It was hurt a little bit by by the ending where Alexa deliberately just gets herself counted out. Um, But in the meantime, it was good stuff. This was uh, when we saw Alexa use her double jointed elbow to feign a horrific energy, uh, energy, a horrific injury Ah. and uh, just made it look like her arm was snapped in half. So that was the first time she did that. Um, Sasha's bumping and selling. Sasha looked like she was snapped in half off a backbreaker and uh, some really good convincing false finishes in there um sasha could have easily won the title here in fact she did win it at the following SummerSlam. so wouldn't have been a shock to see that happen here so it could have gone either way and uh yeah if not for the ending it might have been higher on the list uh not their fault of course they nope, that was the ending they were given but until they got there it was really good stuff yeah no i'm and once you said the the where she's the elbow the double jointed thing then it popped in my head um and i remembered very very clearly um and yeah, that that was a crazy match, and seeing that visual was so neat. 
Um, yeah. Even when it happened, I was like, ooh, 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 goodness. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, thankfully, <laughs> it was actually just a trick. <laughs> Not really hurt. Yep. And a good uh, one. Yeah, yeah. Good choice. Good choice. Uh, mine, uh, my, my number three is from WWE Payback in 2017, where Alexa Bliss defeated Bailey for the Raw Women's title. Okay. Thought it was a great match. Um, I mean, I, I love Bailey's character now mm-hmm. way more than I, I mean, and I didn't hate Bailey when she was the hugger. It was mm-hmm. a good gimmick, but it had just run its course. And I like what she's doing now, but back when she was the hugger, she still had great matches. Uh, I mean, that just never changed. She she's good in the ring and her and bliss put on a show at the, at this pay-per-view. I thought it was really well done. And this was a good story too, because it was all about Alexa bringing out the edge in Bailey, bringing out a more aggressive side in Bailey. And the fact that Bailey couldn't find that is what kept her from beating Alexa. Yeah. Alexa kept winning and winning and winning because Bailey was the hugger and she couldn't find that, that harder side to herself that she needed to, to get one over on Alexa. So it was a good story. And uh, they, they used that story to have some good matches along the way. Good call. Mm-hmm. All right. My number two, not that long ago. April 4th, 2020, night one of WrestleMania 36. Ah. Alexa teams with Nikki Cross to win the Women's Tag Team Championships back from the Kabuki Warriors. Ah. Uh, this this was an overlooked match. This was my favorite match at WrestleMania 36. Wow. Uh, I thought they kicked it off strong. Lots of convincing false finishes. It never slowed down. Plus, they had the dubious honor of kicking off WrestleMania without an audience. That's true. And you could, they put so much extra, all four of them put so much extra into their performance here to make sure WrestleMania got kicked off to a good start. And, um, you know, it'll be, when we look back on the, the COVID era years down the road, when hopefully it's over um, and we see these shows that first didn't have an audience and then switch to the Thunderdome. Uh, they will. It, it will be a peculiar, pe- peculiar era in wrestling history, and uh, the matches will look very different from what we're used to at that future time because they they really elevate their characters a lot because there's no audience, and so they have to they have to do more. Yeah, especially before the Thunderdome, and, and all four of them went out there and did just that. And they were really impressive, but they also had action and just the added pressure of kicking off this audience-free WrestleMania uh, put it at number two on my list. All right. Yeah, no, good choice. Good choice. All right, jumping in with my number two uh, favorite Alexa Bliss match. For me, it is uh, Money in the Bank 2018, the Money in the Bank match, which had Bliss, Lynch, uh, Flair, Lana, Naomi, Ember Moon, Natty, and Sasha all going for that Money in the Bank briefcase. And of course, Bliss picks up the victory here. Uh, this one's kind of a cheat because this match is great because of the sum of its parts. Um, maybe not so much Alexa, even though she was fantastic in it as well. Um, but I just really, really remember being entertained and loving this match because of the spots. Uh, and of course, Alexa winning, I thought was great too, because I, I like the cash in that she does uh, at the next month's pay-per-view uh, to get the title back. 
Um, even though that was, you know, just real quick after the bell, because I think it was what Nia and Rhonda. Yes. And then she sneaks in at the end and, and gets the title back, which I thought was done very well. But it all gets set up because of this match, um, and just a, a a hell of a match with the women in the with the women in the Money in the Bank ladder match. Again, enough yes. can't be said. Uh, they can do the spots just like the men. They can give you the drama, give you the high tension, the spots, and this is a perfect example of it. Yeah, and this was Alexa still at the height of her singles run, although it was about to come to an end with Ronda uh, looming there on the horizon. But this was Alexa at, uh, at her previous best. Um, I might argue that she's at her best now, but she was, she was killing stuff at this time. And yeah, so good choice. I like it. Thank you. All right. Number one for me, not that match, but something not altogether that far removed from that match. Elimination Chamber, February 25th, 2018 the first ever women's elimination chamber this was alexa sasha banks bailey mickey james sonia deville and mandy rose and alexa does get the win uh all six of them just busted busted their butts for it and um you know maybe not like Nia Jax, but <laughs> to a degree to and a degree. um it comes down to alexa versus sasha and this was kind of this segment was kind of the one-on-one match I wanted to see between them. Um, Again, this could have gone either way. We thought they were building to Sasha Bailey at WrestleMania three years ago. (laughs) They even teased it in this match when she turns on Bailey in the middle of the match. So it would have made sense for Sasha to win the title here and have a title match with Bailey at WrestleMania. Of course, we don't know that we do know now that that's not the way they went, but um, during this match, we didn't. And it could have gone either way, and Alexa ends up getting the win. But the whole match was great. The final segment with Alexa and Sasha was especially great. And uh, so this isn't one of those one uh, similar to what you were just describing. Not the case here that it wasn't Alexa. It was the sum of its parts. Yes, the sum of its parts was great, but Alexa really got the shine at the end too. Yes, yes, I agree. I love that match too. It was it was definitely in my conversation of picking my top three. Um, yeah, no, great choice. Um, and again, as we said with the with the ladder match here, they are in another gimmick match and just tearing the house down. Yep. Fantastic. Um, my number one, also from 2018, um, okay. and it's Hell in a Cell 18, her versus Ronda when Ronda beats her for the title. Okay. Um, even though this is a losing effort from Bliss, this was still a, it was a really good match uh, with her and Ronda. Um, and it, it gave you, even though Rhonda was on that tear, they gave you that glimmer of hope and doubt that maybe she wouldn't win. Um, and Alexa pulled that off well, especially given the size disparity in the backgrounds. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought it was very well done. Great drama, even though it is a losing effort, but it was just a great match overall. Right. Um, so was this where, was this a successful defense by Rhonda? This was successful because Ronda won the title at SummerSlam. Oh. And this was a rematch. Yeah. She dominated at SummerSlam. Yeah, no, then, you're, yeah you're right. You're right. Yeah. This was the defense, not the win. This was the defense. Yeah. You're and right. then Alexa came back and they had a competitive rematch. Yes. Yeah. yeah the re- this, I'm talking about the rematch. Yes, definitely okay. the rematch. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah, that was definitely good. And when, when Alexa lost it to Ronda at SummerSlam, it, it really it soured me because Alexa was – so dominant 
And then she just got destroyed by Rhonda. And I get they wanted to present Rhonda as being, you know, a threat unlike any we'd seen before. But come on, she's still your longtime reigning multiple time champion. Um, so I was glad to see her get a, a more competitive match when they had that rematch. So, yeah, yeah. good one. Good call. All right. I guess it's my turn. Yes. Yes. What you got for me? All right. So I want you to think. I want you to dig down. And I want you to come up next week with your three favorite pay-per-view opening matches. Ooh. Ooh, this one's going to be as, as, a good one. And as is often the case for me, my number one is easy. And then I'm going to have to think about the other ones. <laughs> All right. Pay-per-view openers. Pay-per-view opening matches. Okay. Yeah. That's good. Oh, I'm going to do some work this week. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I good like it. Lord. Um, need you. Need to do some work. Come on. Hey. Get off your budget. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, that'll be a fun one to, to dive into and revisit some pay-per-views looking at matches. All right. Yeah. I dig it. Favorite three pay-per-view opening matches. Opening okay. matches. Rock on. Well, all right. Well, let's jump into the show proper here at Positively Wrestling. Um, and I mean, we're going to start, unfortunately, sad news again. Um, Butch Reed, legend, passed away. Um, and yeah, this one, you know, it it hurts anytime we lose somebody from the community, whether it's something that's, you know, not altogether unexpected. Um, hurts even more when it's, you know, out of the blue. Um, but I mean, Butch had a great career and a pretty long and fruitful life. Um, now I did not see the cause on this. Uh, I haven't either. I, I rarely look honestly uh, when, when, when there's a death, I don't even really look cause it doesn't matter to me. You know, it's just somebody's gone. Right. And um, that's all that really matters to me. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, Butch, um, will definitely be missed and our thoughts go out to his family and friends and everybody in the wrestling community, uh, and especially anybody who was a fan. Um, but yeah. And I mean, kind of a, a groundbreaker as well. Yeah. Butch Reed. Um, but yeah, he probably best known for being half of doom with Ron Simmons. Yes. Uh huh. Um, but I knew him before that in his WWF run. I mean, he was in the, the WrestleMania four tournament for the championship oh, that right. Macho Man right. Randy Savage. In fact, he lost to Macho Man. Macho Man beat him along the way. Um, and so he had that WWF run. There was a rumor that he was going to be intercontinental champion and he was going to beat Ricky Steamboat for that title, but didn't show up to the building. And so Ooh. the honky tonk man got it. Um, I, I, I don't, Bruce Pritchard doesn't seem to remember it that way from my recollection and listening to, to his show, but that's, that's the rumor. Um, but you know, he was a, a solid upper mid card heel in his WWF days, had some matches with Hogan and while Hogan was champion. So he, he had a presence and he was definitely memorable. Um, the running joke on Bruce Pritchard show that he was over in Florida um, moreover than anybody else in the state of Florida. <laughs> and I, I don't, even remember where that got started but they, just, <laughs> they they frequently mention how over a Reed is in florida so yeah <laughs> uh, yeah hate hate to see this um but yeah i appreciate him for his contributions and for the memories thank you yeah rest in peace butch reed um uh, moving on uh we got steve cutler getting released mm-hmm. from the wwe 
Um, he was, of course, in the most recently the angle as like the King's Court. Yeah. Uh, with Baron Corbin. But uh, yeah, and uh, stuff that's come out afterwards. Um, of course, he and Diana Perazzo are together, I believe. Yes. And it came out that they had COVID, I guess, in December at some point. Um, I think and- I think after December, because she blamed it on a New Year's party. Oh, New Year's. That's it. Okay, yeah. I knew it was a holiday of some sort. Um, yeah. Yeah, uh, New Year's party, and then uh, rumor is it kind of led to <laughs> this release. Yeah, that he showed up and was at work and um, got tested, and Vince got mad because he'd promised Roman upon coming back that it was going to be a safe environment. My understanding of it is that it was the irresponsible way that they went about contracting it and then him showing up to work. It wasn't getting COVID like other people have gotten COVID, but right. They, they were, they, they got it in spite of trying not to. And then these two, you know, went to a new year's party. <laughs> like what, what are you doing? Yeah. Um, and we're just not going through the, the efforts to, to not get it. And I think that's my understanding of it. Honestly, every report I've read of it has been quite frankly, poorly written, <laughs> right. Hasn't, hasn't gotten the point across the way that they want to, I think, but that's how I have read it and interpreted it. So that's my understanding that it was because of the irresponsible way they went about they being, I, I say they, because I'm referring to color and Parazzo, but it really it's only color that matters here. Right. Uh, the irresponsible behavior that led to getting it. He wasn't going through the efforts to keep, to try to keep from getting it. And I think, I think, that's what really made Vince mad. Yeah. And and like I said, I've read most of the same stuff. So yeah. Um, Which, yeah, I mean, wear your mask people. Yeah. (laughs) And don't go to new year parties. Don't go to huge gatherings, especially if everybody is not going to be adhering to protocols. Yeah. Um, Be safe. Uh, Can't stress that enough. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I had a new year's party on my animal crossing Island and it was sweet. Awesome. I wasn't invited. No, you weren't. Man. I tell you what. Maybe next year. Maybe next year. Anka doesn't like you. I don't know if you know that. I I did not know that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But um moving on, actually, I'm gonna throw something in here. Uh not I guess broke today. Um, but just a congratulations, some good news um to Eric and um why do I always blank on her name? Sarah Logan. Sarah Logan welcomed uh, their brand new baby into the world. Oh, I miss this. I've been extremely busy today, as I've been telling yes. you. So I haven't been uh, haven't been keeping up with today's news yet. So oh, I didn't know that. All right. Yep. Yeah. Sarah Logan gave birth. And congratulations to the new parents. Yep. Um, oh, this would be yesterday. Or well, yes, yesterday. Excuse me, yesterday. Yes. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, you've been real busy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But in uh, so congratulations to them. Other news: uh, the story about Tyler Rex mm-hmm. um, came out, and and he transitioned. He's now known as Gabby Tuft. Yes. Um, and congratulations to to her. Yeah. Uh, for for transitioning, you know, be who you are. Yeah. Be true to yourself, and you know, that's awesome. That is, yeah. I think it's completely awesome. 
Yeah. And, you know, this is not an easy thing to do. It's a scary thing to do. Uh, there are a lot of people out there that are not accepting of this sort of thing. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, you're one of my best friends, but I've got another best friend who is going through this very same thing, transitioning um, from female to male or maybe non-binary, um, still trying to figure it out. And it's been extremely tough on them, um, mm-hmm. but they're doing great. And I tell you, they are happier than I've ever known them. And um, they, there's a freedom that, that comes along with this sort of thing. Um, so yeah, exactly. Like you said, be who you are. Mm-hmm. And um, sometimes it's not easy to do. I mean, look, we're all wrestling fans yeah. and, and, you know, we've had people make it hard for us to be wrestling fans. And that is nothing compared to what trans people go through. Nothing, not even a drop of water in the bucket. And it's just, it takes so much courage to, to do this sort of thing. And, um, you know, most of the responses that I saw to the tweet that announced this were extremely supportive and positive. Yes. And um, I was happy about that. Honestly, a little surprised by it, but pleasantly so. So, um, yeah, congratulations to Gabby. Um, and I'm sure that her life is going to be better than it's been so far and that she's going to be a lot happier now. Yeah. Yes. Congratulations. And again, stay strong and keep, uh, keep doing you keep doing you. Yep. Um, yeah. So some good news there we got to throw in, uh, and let's move into the actual shows and some stuff that television we television product, television yeah. product uh, we will kick off with NXT. And of course, like we were talking before, I completely missed this and catching the highlights from NXT. Um, and I don't know if I said it right before Tian Shah. Tian Shah. Tian Shah. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this was so, so cool. Uh, Tian Shah is the, the mastermind behind Xia Li and Boa's transformations. Um, she's been sitting in the chair, like under this mask and under this huge you know, robe. I even thought it was a guy sitting there and it's not. It's, it's a woman sitting there and she's going by Tian Shah. But they did this really cool origin story. And it was animated, uh, not computer, hand-drawn animation. And um, I, I'm not going to spoil it because if you haven't seen this, you need to look it up because it's really cool. And uh, I just, I love this whole thing. Um, I'm curious to see how they're going to carry it over into the in-ring product. Uh, but, you know, so far so good. And just this sort of originality, there's a, a supernatural bent to it, which we've talked about before i like i love the alexa bliss stuff that's happening so i like this too and uh, it's reinvigorated two talents that were kind of getting lost and uh, maybe a third talent i don't know exactly what tian shaw's role is going to be here but uh, i can't wait to find out everyone has to look this up it's so freaking cool yeah i've been enjoying what they've been doing with uh zaya and boa um and yeah i'm really sad that I, i didn't get a chance to see this before the show I'm definitely going to track it down because I, I, I like the, the, in the shadows, the, the, the vignettes they've been doing have been fantastic. Um, yeah. And it's just a few minutes long. So yeah. Yeah. So definitely got to check that out. Um, speaking of dark characters, we can transition to Karrion Cross and the developing storyline with Santos Escobar that is going on. What? Yeah. What, what? I, I don't understand this. Uh, like Carrie, Carrie has been at the top of the card 
Um, and he's been, you know, he was the NXT champion. And so now he's mixing it up with the cruiserweight champion who had just beaten Kurt Stallion, by the way. And I was just talking about Kurt Stallion and how he's, he, I think he's going to be a star and on the main roster sooner than later. I was hoping he was going to win this match and he didn't, we'll see him again. Um, but yeah, I don't know what the plan is with Karrion Cross. And then later he was confronting edge and was saying that, He'll he being Carrion will be the NXT champion by the time WrestleMania rolls around. So Edge better think twice about which champion he's he's challenging. So he, he's all over the place here. And I'm I'm not saying they don't have a plan. I'm just saying I don't know what it is. Yeah. Um it's yeah, it's kind of weird with when he came back, you thought immediately he was gonna jump right back in. Um, but I think they've actually done the smart thing and they've kept him away from the main event immediately for the NXT title. Yeah. Um, I do think that's good. So I, I welcome this, but you're right. It's like, okay, is there a plan? What are we doing? Is he still going to go for the title? A lot of rumors over the past couple of days have started to say that he might get a call up to the main roster a lot sooner rather than later. So, but he did make the mention to edge that he would be NXT champion. So I don't know. Um, who knows where yeah. we're going with this? I do think he will be on the main roster a lot sooner than other prospects have um he could be and this is something that could add a little luster to the cruiserweight division too it's true it's very true just Uh, by mixing it up with him it could add some prestige to to the cruiserweight title yeah um so i'm interested to see where they go with this i I am yeah uh keeping up with and speaking of the nxt champion uh finn Balor, pete dunn Oh, it's official. It is a f- official. Official. It is official. Yeah. <laughs> Start for the no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, that we are going to get this match. Finally, we've been wanting it. We've been wanting it, and we're going to yep. get it at Takeover. Um, and we're getting it at Takeover this Sunday. This. Oh, that's right. It is this Sunday? Oh my goodness. Takeover is this Sunday. Yeah. Mm. So uh, we've got that, and um, we've got the Triple Threat Women's Match. Yep. Hmm as well um who you got let's let's we didn't plan on this let's do an impromptu uh takeover prediction how about that okay okay um uh, i would personally i would love to see pete dunn take and, and win the belt but i don't think it's going to happen and I, I'm, I'm going to pick balor i think balor retains uh okay just because i think balor versus whoever is the more marquee match for WrestleMania as it will probably be tied in partly to that, especially since I think yeah. they unites again. So I figure we might get it then NXT title defense at WrestleMania. Yeah. Yeah. So. I think that makes sense. Um, yeah. I think Balor will retain as well. Um, and I think, yeah, that that's probably the right move. Yeah. Um, yeah. With WrestleMania coming up, um, just like you said, I, I don't see why now would be the time to move it. Maybe they could even do, I don't want to say a non-finish, but maybe, maybe he's, he just squeaks by and they could have some sort of, uh, gimmick match or something, uh, a rematch of some sort. Cause yeah. I think Pete Dunn would make a, a great challenger for WrestleMania season too. Yes. Yes. I just don't see him going in with the belt to WrestleMania and I love Pete Dunn. That's why I, I would love for him to win just cause I'm a fan of Pete Dunn. Um, yeah, but. Uh, yeah, I think he'd be a, a good choice for a challenger for the match at WrestleMania, mm-hmm. just not the being the incumbent champion. Um, yeah. But, yeah. Uh, um, 
we'll also get both finals for the Dusty Rhodes Classics, both the men's and the women's. It's kind of hard to predict that because we don't have those finals yet. Yeah, we um, don't quite have that. Of the ones that are remaining, who would you like to win? Um, on the women's side... You know, they went the opposite way that I wanted them to go. I wanted Casey and Caden mm-hmm. to to win and go because I wanted two actual tag teams. Yeah. Um, and we didn't get that because we've got Ember um, moving on. So um, I don't know. You go first. Oh, let's see who who who's left in the women's side. Okay, Ember. so we've got, um, uh, yeah, we've got Ember teaming up with, um, uh, hold on, it's going to come to me. <laughs> um, okay, so we've got, um, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Shotzi, Ember and Shotzi. Shotzi, Jeez. that's right. Ember and Shotzi. Yeah, Ember and Shotzi, and then we've got Dakota and Raquel. Okay. Um. Actually, I, I I'd rather have Dakota and Raquel. Me too, be, because of what I just said. They're an actual kind of team. Yeah. Um, I love Ember. Ember is one of my absolute favorites. Um, so she's my favorite wrestler of the four. Mm-hmm. Um, but eh, I, I, I it's a tag team tournament. Yeah. So I'd like a, an actual tag team to win. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, and, and so I did, uh, I wanted two tag teams in the final and, you know, we didn't get that. Yeah. But yeah. So yeah, I, I, it's kind of the same way. I would much prefer a team actually, an actual team actually win. Um, so yeah, Gonzalez uh, and um, Dakota are my pick. Uh, now did, they did say that do the winners get a, a future title shot? I don't recall them saying that, but that doesn't okay. mean that they didn't. I don't, yeah, I don't remember. I just can't remember. Um, yeah. By the way, I, I last week moving on to the men's, um, we were talking about MSK, and I haven't listened to last week's show back, but I'm pretty sure I said they used to be referred to as the Radicals, and I just for whatever reason had the Radicals in my head, and I meant the Hooligans. The so Hooligans. My, my yeah, my mistake on that. Um, and uh, I also said, oh, uh, I, I also messed up something on AEW. We'll talk about that in a second. Um, but MSK is still in this. I think they have a shot at winning. I like the Grizzled Young Veterans. Um, mm, we've got Champa and Thatcher. Um, I'm going to. I'm going to say they'll let MSK go all the way. Okay, um, that I think would be great, but I think unfortunately we're going to get Champ and Thatcher. Okay, I wouldn't hate that. Um, and only re- and I say not really a tag team. Yeah, and that's why I say unfortunately because they're not really a tag team, um, right? But I think that's what I see happening. Although with everything that's been going on between them, I could see them blowing up at each other and that's why they end up losing a match as well. Right. Right. At least they're connected in a storyline. Like they're, they're not just randomly thrown together. Um, they, they do have some sort of connection. So yeah. I'll take that over a completely just 
arbitrary pair of, of wrestlers. Um, so, and then winning could add to that storyline too, because they don't like each other, but it's like, yeah, well we won and now we hit, you know, we're a team for a little while, especially if there's like a title chance opportunity that comes with mm-hmm. it. Um, right. So yeah, I could see that. Right. Okay. We've got um, Johnny Gargano defending the North American title against Kushida. Ooh, uh, the Gargano. Yeah. I just I don't agree. see Kushida taking the, the belt off of him. Uh, there hasn't been, been too a, much hot potato with that belt. Yeah. Too much hot potato. And plus the build to this match has not thrilled me. Yeah. At all. Um, I think they would need to build Kushida more, but of course, you know, Leon Ruff was champion though. So <laughs> this is <laughs> true. Not. This is true. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I'm with you. I think Gargano. Yeah. I think Gargano wins. All right. The women, Io Shirai, Mercedes, Mercedes Martinez and Tony storm. Ooh. I think this would be great. I think that this is, this potential, I think this and then Balor and Dunn, these are your contenders for a match of the night, I think. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Just on paper. Um, we'll wait and see about execution, but wow. Um, oh, this one's a tough one to call. Um, who I'd kind of, who I'd like to see win in this situation is Mercedes. I'd okay. like to see her pick up the victory. Um Hard worker, uh, the stuff with retribution obviously didn't work out. Um, and I think it was a good call for her to sit there and say she didn't like it and didn't want to be a part of it. Um, so I, I would love to see her get the strap. She's been basically an indie journeyman for years and years and years. And I think mm-hmm. this would be a great culmination of her career. Not that it would be over by any stretch, obviously, but um, just to kind of get that due, you know? You're like Booker T. It's <laughs> over. Over. Um, they're, they're done. They're <laughs> done. Shuck it, duck it, quack, quack. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I'd like to see Mercedes win this, although I don't, I don't know that's how I see it shaken out. Um, I could see them... Because Eos had the belt for a little while, for a while mm-hmm. now, so I, I could see a title change happening, um, but it might be more likely that they might put it on Tony. So, what's your call, Rhea Ripley? Rhea Ripley is going to win <laughs> with the next title. It's going to be a fatal four-way. <laughs> uh, she's going to take that title and go straight to Raw and debut. <laughs> um, uh, now I, I'm gonna sit there. My prediction is that EO retains. Okay, but I would like okay. to see Mercedes. I actually, th- I actually think so too. I don't think they've built Mercedes enough. I don't think she has enough of a presence to win the championship yet. Um, and Tony has more of a presence, but I don't think she's well established in her new heel role. Um, I, I, I don't think that there's enough. I don't think they've gotten either of them to the point where the fans are demanding them to win the belt over EO yet. Um, I think they could get there, but I don't think they're there yet. And I don't know. I just don't triple threat. I'd rather uh, the title change in a singles match uh, against whoever. Um, yeah. So yeah, I, I think EO wins and uh, I, I, I hope she wins too. Um, she, she's kind of been off TV lately too. And yeah, I, I think this could have been better built um it's not been the worst but it's not been the best either so i say keep it on eo and then continue the build to something else around wrestlemania time 
and uh, make it a little bigger. Yeah, and actually, if I was fantasy booking, um, as and I literally just thought about this right now, if it were me, what I would love to see, and a lot of this is purely for my own enjoyment as well, would be for her to drop the title. Uh, for me, it would be to Mercedes. Uh, and then end up at WrestleMania challenging Asuka. Oh, and transition okay. to the main roster. Mm-hmm. Um, That'd be a fast transition it, to it get would. from not on the main roster to a WrestleMania title shot. Yeah. That's what I say. I like to say fantasy booking purely. Uh, I, I don't yeah. know how they'd be able to pull it off, but I would try it if it were me. <laughs> right, right, right. Okay. Okay. Well, there was our, uh, our preview for Improper Preview for Day. What, what's it called? Vengeance Ven- Day? N- N- Vengeance Day. NXT TakeOver Vengeance Day. Yeah. Vengeance Day. All right. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, be looking forward to that this Sunday. Um, yep. Going to be some good stuff. Uh, let's move over to AEW. Um, Dynamite this past week. A lot of stuff coming out. A, they announced the women's tournament competitors. Um, mm-hmm. And we have looks like eight on both sides. Now they're doing a Japanese side of the tournament and then a U.S. side of the tournament. And then I guess the winner from each side will meet uh, for the finals. And the winner of the whole tournament gets a shot at the AEW women's title currently held by Hikaru Shida. Uh, Why are there rankings? uh, Yeah, it seems like they're not paying attention to much of them anymore <laughs> but hey yeah and and i've complained about this before and i still say you know you don't have to do them like yeah. you know if you're not gonna adhere to them just don't do them but if you're gonna do them make them count for something yeah um but uh i am excited for this tournament though uh, i'm excited for some more mm-hmm. spotlight on the AEW women's division i like the inclusion of the of the japanese competitors um mm-hmm. which uh Running down the list here, we've got like uh, Maki Ito, um, Rin Katakura, May Saruga, uh, Rio Mizuzami, Emi Sakura, uh, Veni, Vini. I don't know that one. We're not sure of uh, this. Pr- I think it's Veni. Yeah, Veni. Um, Yuka Sakazaki, and uh, the one we're talking about was kind of cool. Aja Kong. Aja Kong, yeah. That is cool. Um, yeah. On the U.S. side, we've got Layla Hirsch, Anna yeah. Jay, um, Nyla Rose, Thunder Rosa, Ty Conti, um, Britt Baker, Serena Deeb, and Riho. <laughs> How is Riho on the American side? <laughs> That is a good question. Now I'm assuming it's they're going to play that she's you know she's contracted at, for AEW, so she's part of their roster. So maybe that's why it's on the U.S. side because she's already contracted for that. Because I don't believe any of the Japanese side wrestlers are officially contracted with AEW. I could be wrong. No, yeah, um, I don't think they are. No, so maybe I'm assuming that's why. But it does kind of raise the eyebrow <laughs> just a little bit yeah it does um Riho's return match by the way i last week i i said i thought it was with thunder rosa and it's not it's with serena deep ah. so that's 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 gonna be i think even better um 
So I'm looking forward to that match. Yeah. Um, that should be really, really Layla Hirsch. I've been, I was talking about Layla Hirsch a few weeks ago. I love that. She's in this. I don't think she'll win it. I'd be shocked if she did. Um, but I, I hope she, she performs well. I know she'll wrestle well, but I hope they let her get at least one, one match in, um, Probably not, but I'm glad she's at least included in this because it gives me hope that they have some plans for her. Yes. Um, early predictions on both sides. Now, I mean, the Japanese side might be difficult because I—I mean, I'm not familiar with a lot of these names. I'm—I'm I'm not either. They're not really from Stardom or anything, so I have—I haven't seen most of them either. Um, yeah, that—that's hard to call on the quote-unquote American side. Um, I, I, I'd love Layla Hirsch to go all the way. That's not going to happen. Uh, I'm just going to go with my favorite and say Riho. Yeah, and it, it kind of would make sense because she's been out of the picture for a while, but she was champion. Um, yeah. So, and I mean, of course you're going to pull for her because we all know after last week how hot you are for Riho. That's true. It's very true. <laughs> mm-hmm. Love Riho. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh but um speaking of hot uh no <laughs> but uh, <laughs> here we go again here we go again no um yeah so uh, rio would make sense for me uh to go uh to the finals and possibly win the whole thing um but i could also see Britt baker um, yeah i could see that brit has been doing yeah. some good stuff and especially if you want to set up you know the face versus heel this would be a way right. to do it with Sheeta. So right. I, I would love to see Sheeta and Riho in a match. I think that would be pretty dope. Yeah, who wouldn't want to see that? That'd be great. Yeah. Um, so yeah, excited for that. And uh, the tournament kickoff this this week, I believe, right? I think so. I think, I think so. Some? Mm-hmm. I haven't seen the brackets, so I don't know who's wrestling who yet. But um, no. But that'll be interesting to to see later tonight. Later tonight. At, on AEW Dynamite. Uh, but keeping with last week's Dynamite, it was the wedding of the week. Uh, we have Kip <laughs> saving... Of last Wednesday night. It was Wednesday the night. best Wednesday night wedding from last week. Yes. And Penelope Ford uh, and their wedding. And uh, out of nowhere, James Mitchell is presiding. <laughs> right. Which I thought was an odd choice, mostly because the last wedding he presided over, someone got shot. Um on impact yeah i mean it's not good for your resume yeah you know it's just not good you don't want to bring that kind of trouble in um Mm-mm. and of course you had the best man uh there uh and uh, and of course everything and you know they tear apart this box because he thinks somebody's hiding inside of it and there's it's just a box and then all hell breaks loose <laughs> the uh miro's leg gets shackled to the bottom rope or something um <laughs> And then the best friends are there. And of course, Orange Cassidy pops out of the cake and beats up Kip Saban while Miro can do nothing. It was entertaining. Yeah. There were a lot of. Yeah. And, you know, I don't I'm not even invested in this. Like, I don't I had no interest in what direction they took this. I didn't care. Um, And I'm not saying that is a bad thing. I'm just saying um, I'm just not really invested in it. So I'm fine with it, whatever they want to do with it. Uh, It just struck me as very, very sports entertainment and just more evidence of what we've been saying that you need the entertainment side. Yeah. Because if it's just wrestling, you're going to peak 
at a pretty low number as far as an audience goes. Um, because you know, that casual audience, they don't care about good wrestling matches. They might see one and like it, but they're not going to come back because they saw that they're going to come back because they were entertained by something like this crazy wedding. Yeah. And having Orange Cassidy part of this whole storyline is great because he does really good numbers. Um, and he is more of a sports entertainment type character. Um, Mm -hmm. but yeah, no, I, and for me, this is what I, I I refer to this as popcorn wrestling. Um, kind of like a popcorn movie it's like you know i'm not really thinking about it i'm just enjoying it and having my popcorn while i'm watching it (laughs) right getting a laugh out there i will say a stunning amount of um toilet humor (laughs) we'll say yeah yeah uh which was interesting but like i say it was funny uh, and entertained me so and obviously it's going to lead to a a tag team match of some sort um down the road Mm -hmm. yeah um, yeah but then we did get something for the hardcore wrestling fans, didn't we? Yes, we did. And it was very, very cool and very well done. Uh, John Moxley gets attacked by a hooded figure. And that hooded figure was Kenta. Yeah. So some interesting, we're getting the, the uh, as we had with the Impact and AEW crossover, now we're getting part of the AEW New Japan crossover. Um, yeah. Yes. Kenta is uh, set to take on Moxley for the uh, U.S. Championship for for New yeah. Japan. Um, right. So, so, so some really cool cross promotion here. I'm liking it. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I'm curious to see if I see something out of Kenta that impresses me more than his WWE run as Hideo Itami. Um, I, I found him very bland uh, during his WWE run. It could have been in the way he was presented. Um, I, I don't know. Uh, so I'm looking forward to, to getting more of a taste of him. I haven't really seen him since he's been in new Japan. So, um, you know, I, I if Moxley can't get something out of you, it, then I don't know who can. So, uh, yeah. And yeah. more, more crossover too. And this is another one of those things that it doesn't seem to be doing a whole lot for the viewership, at least not in the, in the numbers that we're able to see ourselves, yeah. Um, but so I'm not saying that means they shouldn't do it because it's definitely a cool thing to do. Uh, I just, I don't know. I'm curious to see how it plays out and how long they keep this going. Yeah. Uh, and I agree. Hideo Itami never quite found that groove when, when in his WWE run, um, I was hoping he would, cause I, I kind of liked, you know, his, his, his in-ring work. But again, they just ne- he never kind of caught on. Never had that absolute breakout match. Um, and then, of course, he had an injury as well that didn't help. Um, and then eventually was I can't remember if he was released or asked for his release. Either one, either way, he asked for his release. Um, he asked for it. Yeah. So and then went back to New Japan. He's been part of currently. I think he's part of the Bullet Club in mm-hmm. the New Japan storyline, which is interesting because since we have some of the bullet club in AEW <laughs> as well. Right. Um, right. So we'll see if there's any interaction there as well. Um, but yeah, so I, I'm interested to see uh, where they go with that, this and uh, how, how far the crossover goes. I wonder if they'll have, I, I can't imagine they'll have that title match on AEW programming. I, I can't see that. Yeah. But, I don't know you know, they, that. but they had, but they had Moxley and Omega. So I don't know, maybe they will. 
Maybe. We'll see. I know that wasn't that wasn't a crossover, but you know, it was a huge match that I would have thought would have been saved for a, a big pay-per-view or something like that. So yeah. I don't know. Maybe they will. But I, I I don't know. I would almost think that New Japan would want it on their show because they mm-hmm. have their American show now. Um mm-hmm. right. That's kicked off. So we'll see. But uh, yeah, I am excited for the crossover and to see where this goes and excited for that match, Kenta and Moxley. Uh, yeah, should be good. Um, moving on to not should be good, but just was downright awesome. Let's switch over mm-hmm. to SmackDown. And we got to start by talking about Daniel Bryan versus Cesaro. Yeah. This yeah. match this was, was good crazy. Stuff. I mean, the, the you know, the two, if not the two best male wrestlers they have right now, then two of the top five easily. Yeah. So, you know, it's it's going to be good anytime you get them in the ring. Cesaro got his head cut open. Um, I almost said slashed open. It wasn't quite that <laughs> that violent, but <laughs> there was definitely some blood, um, which added a little bit to the atmosphere. Um, getting the tap out win yeah. over... over Daniel Bryan. Yeah. And the second time beating Bryan in what, three weeks? Yeah. Um, so yeah, this was, it's just a great, these two together. I mean, give them some time and they're going to give you gold. Uh, mm-hmm. That's just how it is. That counter move, the knees into the catches him, throws him up into the kamikaze backbreaker. Jesus. Mm-hmm. That was, yeah. that was so for me, that's spot of the year so far. Yeah, reversal yeah. of the year. That was crazy good. Uh, but yeah, the yeah. tap out win. Now, a lot has come out because Cesaro uh, has recently re-signed and uh, solidified a new has deal. Has he re-signed or is he about to re-sign? Or maybe about to. But I, I think... Yeah, I, I think the contract's coming up, I think. Given this, what has happened, because what I had read was originally um, where Shinsuke got that push in the gauntlet match, and mm-hmm. did the face turn that was supposed to be Cesaro, but because he had That'd not re-signed the deal, they they didn't do that and they went with uh, with Shinsuke instead. So maybe he has re-signed, and that's why we went through with this match again. And Brian put him over because it's it's Brian's idea to to mm-hmm. push him. Um, and I, good on Daniel I, Bryan. I, I, I... <laughs> Uh, well, I texted you this, you know, because yes, Brian yes. is is writing on SmackDown and Edge is writing on Raw. And so Daniel Bryan as a writer is like, I want to lose to Cesaro twice. I want to lose to Nakamura. I want to lose to Buddy Murphy. And then over on Raw, you've got Edge as a writer saying, uh, I want to come in first in the Rumble, win a main event WrestleMania. <laughs> There's no question that I, I think I can state unequivocally that as far as writers become, sorry, wrestlers becoming writers go, Brian is the most selfless wrestler turned writer we've ever seen. Oh yes. Hands down. And he has such a love for the business and just wrestling in general. I mean, he stated many times, it's like, he doesn't care if he's wrestling for a belt. He just likes to wrestle. It, and, yep. and tell a good story and have a good match. So he wants to put over stars because if you don't build new stars, you got nowhere to go. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. WWE as recently as a few years ago was having a star problem is people weren't getting behind their new people because they didn't build them right. And so we yeah. had to keep having Lesnar come back and, and legends and everything else and, and, and different booking decisions that, 
just didn't go anywhere. Um, yeah. So I, I'm so happy that Brian's in this role. Now I've read also, he is pretty soon going to be kind of going just to part-time um, mm-hmm. as far as in-ring goes. He'll still, of course, he's going to be writing for the show and doing creative. Um, but yeah, this is a great way for him to give back to the business and help it move forward. I love it. Yeah. And I got to say, I was surprised by Cesaro in the Rumble, though. You know, I called him to get the most eliminations. He didn't eliminate anyone and wasn't in there very long. Yeah, so that baffled me. Yeah. And also with, with Shinsuke as well, because they, they put in this great spot with the gauntlet and he comes in and gets thrown on out like super quick. He, like yeah. Shinsuke didn't have much time in there either. It didn't really make a lot of sense. I think even I think it was Corbin that eliminated him. So you yeah. didn't even give yeah. him, give him a, a good high-profile elimination from somebody big either, which was kind of odd. Right. Yeah. I uh, I didn't think the, the booking or the writing of the men's rumble was nearly as good as the women's. Yeah. Um, I agree. Um, but yeah, so excited to see where this is going to go, what they're going to do with Cesaro. Like I say, we've been wanting Cesaro to get a proper push um, for a long time, and maybe Daniel Bryan can help facilitate that, and we'll see – how far he can get him moved up. Cause we all know it. It ultimately comes down to one person and their opinion. Yes. Um, yes. So, indeed. So, so we'll see, but uh, we're hoping fingers crossed. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if you did get a chance to check out that match, go back and watch it. Cause it is phenomenal. Um, yeah. Uh, keep it with SmackDown. Talk a little bit about Bianca, Sasha, Carmella and Reginald. <laughs> This was fun. Bianca is presenting herself like a main eventer. She is doing this whole thing right. She looks like she belongs. She acts like she belongs. She, she's showing no lack of self-confidence. She believes she's earned this spot and she's right. And she's doing such a great job. And she pulled out the hair whip, Tim. Yep. She did. It's been a while, but we finally got it Been a long time. Yeah, whipping Reginald with that hair. I love it. And I, I still love that she doesn't do it all the time. Uh, yeah. It just makes it special when she does it. Uh, I, come on, we all want Bianca versus Sasha. That's what we want, right? Yeah, I, and, I, and honestly, I think that's where it's going. I, I think yeah. um, I think we're going to probably this Friday get an announcement that there's going to be a women's elimination chamber match for SmackDown. Um. And which I think Sasha retains um, and then Bianca challenges Sasha afterwards. Yeah. That's kind of too, by the way, Carmela is, is definitely stepping up and, and being consistent in her new place on the card as well. Um, She presents like a star too. And, you know, I I don't want to leave her out of this. She's, she's been doing a great job in the ring and especially with her character and on the mic. Yeah, no, she's she's been doing really, really well. Uh, it's it's almost a shame that we want Bianca Sasha because it is going to. I, I just hope Carmella's not forgotten about because right. she's not going to be in that title picture. Give her something to do, keep her in the viewer eye, um, so that she can be maybe a really good opponent for whoever wins at Mania. You know? Yeah. So I well, think, and I want more than three women's matches at WrestleMania. Yeah, that too. I don't yeah. want just a SmackDown women's title, Raw women's title, and women's tag title. I want something more than just those matches. I mean, if because there's going to be more than just men's title matches. Yeah, and if you're going to have two nights again, it makes sense 
give them more yeah. matches, give them more time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So that's a really good stuff. Uh, but yeah, I, I, who else would you put in the chamber? Oh, wow. Good question. Uh, Liv. Liv. Ruby. Yep. Ruby. Okay. Carmella, Sasha. So that's four. Um, see, I, I don't know why Sonya's not wrestling. Yeah. Um, I'd like for her to be in there, but if there's some, if there's some legit reason she's not in the ring, then, you know, I wouldn't force her to go in. Right. But if, if she's capable of wrestling and would want to, I would definitely want her to be in there. Uh, yeah. Bailey, 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 duh, duh. Dude. Bailey. <laughs> Bailey. <laughs> oh, um, um, and Billy Kay. Hmm. <laughs> Billy Kay. Yeah. That'd be fun. Yeah. Yeah. You get some comedy in there. Um, as Billy tries to team up with everybody in the elimination chamber right. one after another. Um, right. You know what I would like? I would like if she started the match and brought her headshots and then went around to each of the four pods and scotch taped them. <laughs> that would be tremendous. That yeah. would be tremendous. I would be down for that. I like it. Also, somebody floated the idea of Bailey and, uh, and her actually becoming a tag team and calling them Babs. And I was like, I dig that. <laughs> I'd be in on that. <laughs> That'd be funny. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> Their interactions would be fun. That's for yes, sure. Yes. Yes. For sure. Um, yeah. Next, let's jump over to some stardom. What you got for us this week? Oh, we've got some good stuff. First, uh, I talked, was it last week? I think about uh, the Mayu versus. Uh, Tom Nakano match mm-hmm. and just how amazing that match was. And it absolutely was my match of the year so far. I think they were just slightly topped Ooh. by Momo, by Momo Watanabe versus Shuri for the SWA championship, a, a completely different match. It wasn't the personal emotional match that Tom and Mayu had. This was more of a, a traditional, I want to win this title and I want to keep this title nail biter. Um, and man, I was I was on the edge of my seat. This was taped days before I watched it. I was spoiler free, uh, the way I like to be, and so I I wasn't sure. I thought my girl was going to win, and she didn't. Unfortunately, uh, she tapped out to a gruesome looking submission hold that I'd never seen before. Mm. Uh, I would have tapped out too, so I can't blame her. But man, uh, this was just such. It's just. I love stardom so much. And it's because of stuff like this. They, they get it. They understand how to put on these just tremendous matches that aren't silly and don't, don't uh, make you don't, don't take you out of it by making you say in the middle of a match, Oh, well that would never really happen. Um, So Momo versus Shuri, just tremendous, tremendous, tremendous. And, uh, Hopefully Momo can get a big win at some point this year. She keeps losing these big matches. Uh, but somebody else trying to get a win, Izunagi Sayaka from Cosmic Angels. They're doing something interesting. And that, that's just why I want to bring it up because it's something I've never really seen done before. It's a way of taking, because they are competition-based, right? I've talked right. about this before. They they present as having competition for competition's sake. They don't do a lot of stories, but here they've found a way to make a story out of competition. And so Unagi Sayaka, who is within Tom Nakano's Cosmic Angels, part of the the um, Artist of Stardom champions, the six-person champions, um, she struggles in singles matches. She doesn't win. 
And um, she got frustrated. And Tom Nakano had the idea of, well, she told Unagi, she said, look, you just need more experience. And so she had the idea of putting Unagi Sayaka in seven singles matches against the seven top stars of stardom to get her more experience. And so that's what they're doing. Uh, Unagi's taking on the seven top stars. They haven't announced who they're considering the seven top stars, uh, but she already had a match with Julia and Julia won, but at the end said, you know, you're better than I thought you were. So I'm curious to see, is she going to lose all seven of these or is she going to beat somebody? And if so, who? And I tell you this, I will pitch a five-star flying fit if it's Momo Watanabe. Um, (laughs) For the love of God, (laughs) no. Um, But I'm curious to see, is she really going to lose all of these or is she going to beat somebody? I'm betting she'll beat, um, she might beat somebody from Oedo Tai because they get disqualified all the time. But that feels like a cheat. Yeah. Yeah. so yeah, uh, it's just something different. It reminded me a little bit of the Best of Seven series that they had between Benoit and Booker T in oh, WCW. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I thought it was worth mentioning just because it's a fresh idea and a, a cool way to, like I said, make a story out of competition so you get a little bit of both. Right. Um, but they are doing a story uh, with Tom Nakano and Julia. Tom seems to have moved on a little bit from Mayu for right now. Unfortunately, we still need a decisive finish between those two. But uh, Tom and Julia are re- reigniting their feud, which I'm never going to have a problem with because those two are just magic together. Something different, something we don't see in women's matches. Mm. They are going to have a hair versus hair match. Ooh. You don't see them. We saw Molly Holly shave her head. Mm. Uh, but uh it's serena uh not as a punishment for a match though true true for losing a match yeah um so this isn't something but you're right i mean it's not something we see women willing to do and you know you can argue all day about you know the standards of society making them feel like you know they're more beautiful if they have hair versus not i'm with you on that like i'm not trying to pull up that uh, that debate uh it's just something we don't see and uh one of them apparently is going to shave their head and um, man, I don't, it's going to be a great match. I know that because they have nothing but great matches when they're in there with each other. Uh, but again, it's making a story and Tom, man, she's the one who wanted the match because uh, she's down two one against Julia. And, and it's one of those feuds that I don't think will ever really end. Mm. Uh, and she, she wanted to even it. And Julia said, only if you put your hair on the line and you could tell because Tom presents herself as like a, a gravure idol, um, like a poster, a poster girl. And uh, she prides herself on her appearance. And so Julia knew that this was hitting her where it hurt. And she said, I'm not going to wrestle you unless you put your hair on the line. And she agreed to it, man. She sold it. She sold it. Like she, she was crying. She was, she, she conjured actual tears and in accepting the challenge uh she i tell you what she people sleep on tom nakano i think she is she is an all-time all-time industry top talent and more people should be talking about tom nakano Mm. awesome yeah this is something again like you say you don't see it very often hair versus hair match no for the women so very interesting i love the idea of that seven match challenge I think mm-hmm. that sounds very cool. I want Unagi 
to beat Momo just to get your reaction for from it. Shut up! So, so you can uh, oh, you'll up. get my reaction. You'll get my reaction. You'll get a lot of four-letter texts is what you'll get. <laughs> Purely for my entertainment's sake. <laughs> oh, oh, Momo needs a title. Oh. I know oh. she'll be, she's easily one of the top seven, so I know she's going to be one of the matches. I know she is. Uh, but yeah, lots of cool stuff coming out of yeah. coming out of stardom. I I worked my butt off to catch up on stardom today amidst a very very busy day, and I'm glad I did, or I wouldn't have known about the hair versus hair thing to talk about. Ah, uh, well, keeping yeah. it with talk about the ladies, mm-hmm. move over to Raw, and we'll start with Asuka has an opponent for her Raw Women's Title, and it's Lacey Evans. Let's talk about it. <laughs> okay. Where's Alexa? Yeah. Where is Alexa? That's a very good question. Where is Alexa? Because uh, we didn't even, we didn't see her at all on Raw. Mm-hmm. No, she yeah, she wasn't even, week. she wasn't involved like in the Orton stuff. Um, nope. So, yeah. Kind and of miffed by that. <laughs> okay. This is going to go one of two ways. Either Charlotte's going to cost Lacey the way that Lacey costs Charlotte and Asuka. Right. Or Lacey's going to win with help from Flair and Charlotte's back in the title picture. Oh, good Lord. And leaving Asuka. Where? Where? On the outside. Where? I mean, she's been there for the past like couple months anyway because of all this crap. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And oh yeah, and I think it's 50 50. I, I think it could go either way. I don't know which way. I don't have a strong feeling as to which of those two ways it's going to go, but I, I don't see it going any other way besides one of those two. Yeah, I, I really hope it's not the put it on Lacey so her and Charlotte can have a title uh, for a match at WrestleMania. I think that would be mm-hmm. insulting to Asuka. Mm-hmm. Uh, it would be the second time it's happened to Asuka, too. Yes. Um, like the, the only way I will accept a title program with Charlotte in it for WrestleMania is her against Oscar and her losing. Yeah. Uh, and giving Oscar the WrestleMania rub. That is yeah. the only way I will take that. Um, but I'm hoping it's the just cost Lacey and let them feud without the belt. Please, please. God. Yeah. And then do, do and Alexa they- and Oscar at WrestleMania. Alexa and Oscar at WrestleMania, or if you're gonna move, if you're gonna keep Alexa in some kind of storyline that isn't involved with the ladies' side of wrestling, you know, which you can, I get it. I'd like to see her more in the ring because she's a talent, uh, and I like the the weird stuff, you know, the supernatural angle. We were digging that, and the the mm-hmm. the, the three faces of Alexa, <laughs> as we'll call mm-hmm. them. Um, but or I mean, like I say literally anybody else <laughs> there's other people <laughs> you know get somebody else it, it maybe Rhea Ripley you know um she's yet to to debut on either show we know it's coming yep. we just don't know where um it's going to happen so um but yeah I really don't want to see Lacey and Charlotte for the belt I really don't no well just, and Alexa's been involved with Asuka and the title and yeah, it looked like she was going to win. So why wouldn't she get another shot? Yeah, and why would she just disappear um, from the title picture? It wouldn't make any sense to me. So hopefully, 
like we said, uh, Charlotte helps, or, or I, don't, I don't feel like Oscar should need help though. Maybe maybe Flair will be trying to help Lacey win, and Charlotte will stop that, and a lot, and then Oscar will win on her own. That's what I'd like to see, and yeah. then move to Oscar and Alexa and Charlotte and Lacey with no title and just make it personal. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that 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 could work. Yeah, because you're right. I don't want it to be to where Oscar needs the help to win. Um, right. And, I mean, I mean, just you to play, even the odds, even the odds. She comes out to even the odds, or maybe they play a spot to where she helps, but you know, Oscar is unaware that she's there. You know, mm-hmm. she's she's hiding, runs in real quick, bam, then runs back out, and Oscar doesn't see it. Kind of deal. Yeah. So you go a few different ways there, but yeah, please God, keep the belt on Oscar and let her defend yeah. it at Mania, please. <laughs> and by God, you mean Vince McMahon? <laughs> yes, please, old codger, <laughs> let this happen. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, we'll see. We'll see. A lot of I, 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 I will be watching with trepidation <laughs> for the, yeah. this match. Yeah. Um, yeah. But let, let's move on to another match, which I rather enjoyed. I liked it. it was Keith Lee versus Matt Riddle. Yeah, I thought it was a fine match, but yeah. I thought it was an odd match to have. To me, these are two of your most promising rising baby faces. Yeah. And so to put them, to me, this would be, I'm going to draw a comparison here that may not be apt, but it, it would have felt the same way to me if let's say in i don't know mid or early 1997 mid early 1997 um austin had wrestled rock halfway through the first hour of raw mm, okay yeah you see what i'm getting at here no, like I get you. this to me this was a match that i think should have been held off on and saved for when both of them are bigger and and it could have been a real big deal to have them first time ever meeting one-on-one in a high-profile pay-per-view match after they'd both been built up and had, you know, numerous feuds against heels. And I don't know. I feel like this was short-sighted. Yeah, and it, and it actually makes me think of, not obviously not a direct comparison here because the situation is different, but when, you know, Austin showed up to Raw and found out he's in a match with Lesnar, in, in a tournament losing yeah. in the first round and he's like not not even a tournament i don't think it was just a match right no it had implicate it was a tournament uh of some sort it's king of the was ring it? okay it was king of the ring it was king of the ring qualifier or something like that um uh, okay 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 but and awesome was like so you want me to wrestle him no build no nothing it's like to where you can get a number out of it because these are two huge stars the up-and-coming brock lesnar mm-hmm. and then stone cold um mm-hmm. and of course this led to, to austin taking his ball and going home so to speak um yeah but it's kind of that same thing it's like why no build and actually i'll tell you i've been i was gonna say i'm a little miffed at like what are we doing with matt riddle because yeah i i like the character i like what he's doing but he's not really getting over on anyone you know what i mean right um he's taken some losses lashley has ragdolled him several times um and it's like okay you need to rehabilitate this guy or you're not going to get him to that level <laughs> and yeah that's true and of course they said this is now a triple threat 
at Elimination Chamber. Yes. Riddle, yes. Lee, and Lashley for the uh, U.S. title. Um, right. So, yeah. Hmm. And what what do you what do you think about that match? How do you think that's going to go down? Um, I, I want to get closer to it, and by closer to it, I mean next week because that's as close as we're going to get to it because yep. it's two weeks away. Um, so we can't get that much closer. But um, I don't know. I don't have a good sense for it since they just announced it. Um, I don't know. I don't know. But I'm. Yeah. Oh, I guess who who would you I'm, like to see win? Maybe not who you think uh, might win, but who like what would how would you book this? Well, my favorite in the match is Keith Lee. Um, I, th- I think it would be a good idea to build Keith Lee before giving him a run with a world title. True. So I think having a U.S. title reign to his name would be a good start to that. Um, would I do it here? Um, you know, it, it like you said, it may hurt uh riddle to take another loss and i don't think keith lee should be taking any losses with lashley being a heel i don't think it would be that big of a deal and i don't think it would hurt him to lose i would probably put keith lee over okay yeah i agree with, that's... A, with a pin with a pin on lashley yeah i and i would love to see that that's how i would want to book it because again love keith lee i think he, you're right he needs a he needs a good push um, he's had good presence so far since coming up to the main roster, but hasn't really, again, gotten that level that he needs. They haven't given him that, that good stern push, uh, to make him, you know, kind of not necessarily believable, but, uh, credible in the main event. Credible. That's what um, I was about to say. Yeah. So, uh, that would be good. Again, I hate to see riddle take another loss although i just don't see him coming out as the winner i mean he could and if he does it would need to be pinning lashley or tapping lashley out um yeah and not keith lee because keith lee definitely doesn't need to take the loss as far as yeah take the pin or the submission um so i don't know who knows uh but yeah i I agree i would love to see lee take it um at this point without any more storyline that we haven't seen yet so right um so yeah so that it's going to be hopefully a pretty good match though i mean i've been digging bobby lashley lately uh keith lee got the two powerhouses going and then riddle gives some blend with some agility and just some off the wall stuff so yeah yeah i think it will be good should be good um long-term storytelling (laughs) yes Lana versus Nia in a tables match. They weren't going to be uh, content with just having her eliminator from the rumble. They're like, nope, we're going to give you more. And we got him in a tables match and we got a good outcome. Uh, I thought it was booked yep. well. And one of the comedy spots of the century. <laughs> did you see after, after Lana put Nia through the table, um, did you see, in the table, the size of that hole. Oh, the hole. My hole! <laughs> yeah. Man, that table was just screaming about its hole, right? Yes. That's, that's what happened, right? That's yeah, what everybody's that, talking about. The that's table what everybody's talking about. about its hole. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Poor table. Poor table. No, of course, we're talking about uh, Lana was on the outside. 
there at the kind of the stiffest part of the ring on the apron and Nia went for a leg drop Lana moved and <laughs> she started screaming my butt my hole my hole then Lana ran from the outside pushed her through that table on the outside and picked up the victory um pretty cool pretty cool um and i, I, I would have liked to have seen it on pay-per-view but i, where, I you know it's better to pay things off i think but you know i i think the title defense will be on pay-per-view maybe we'll get that at the chamber the women's title wait which title defense do you talking uh, the, about? the tag team titles oh 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 because oh, oh. yeah. i they're going to be defending well but i know that they they have a a, a future shot um yes yes in, yes yes in lana and naomi uh so putting that at, at the pay-per-view could be good and kind of sum things yeah. up um yeah put the finality on that uh that feud um yeah so yeah if, if, if people have for those who have paid attention to nia Jax, both in her in her promos on camera and on her social media she's actually got a pretty silly sense of humor yes um so I wasn't totally surprised, but I was amused by it, but I wasn't totally surprised by her exclamations here because it's not the first time we've heard her say something like that. So, right. um, yeah, yeah, I don't, I'm not on the anti Nia Jax train like so many other people are. She's not in my top 10 favorites or anything, but I don't mind Nia. Yeah, I mean, I, part of it, I think it's just unfortunate she has been involved in some spots that unfortunately have gotten people hurt so people labeled her as dangerous and at a time it might have been accurate we don't know uh because we're not there we don't know exactly how things are going if it's because of inexperience or just bad luck and bad timing Um, just by chance by chance um so i'm not gonna hate on her uh for that like some people have um she's been doing good lately in the ring so and that's Mm -hmm. that's good enough for me so um, yeah, and I can say that I was extremely entertained by this, uh, and like I say, it's going to lead to that title match uh, with the women's tag team championships. And I don't know, maybe they put them on Lana and Naomi, maybe, <laughs> um, maybe, yeah. We'll I'm see. not even sure if that's what I want. I mean, I want it for the sake of Lana getting one over on Nia again, but I'm not sure I want you know the random pairing, yeah, to be champions over the established champions who were also a random, random pairing, pairing at one time. <laughs> so yeah, we need more more tag teams in the women's division, real tag yeah. teams. I agree. If you, if your tag team doesn't have a name, you're not a real tag team. That's just right, that, that's and it is. doesn't count taking your two names and mushing them together. Yeah, that doesn't. That's not a name. That's not no. like Show Miz. <laughs> or Shania. Um <laughs> Oh god. Uh but yeah, so some more stuff on Raw uh that uh, we need to mention. Um well, you know, we have the men's elimination chamber cuz Shane McMahon showed up at the top of the show yep. out of nowhere. Um Yep. to tell us all about this I- match. I, I'm still so tired of Shane from his previous <laughs> stint that he had that I, I, I didn't perk up at all. <laughs> his music, I'm like, uh, uh. <laughs> like yeah, I was exhausted of Shane McMahon, but hopefully, I don't know. It felt like there's more coming um, yeah. with, with Shane and, and um, uh, wow. I'm totally uh, Adam Pierce. Yes. Um, f- there's more there. I think, but you know, hopefully, it won't be Shane uh, winning tournaments. Um, yeah. 
But uh, yeah, Elimination Chamber, all former champions, except, well, yeah, I was going to say except for Drew, who's the current champion, but he's also a former champion, I guess. So all former champions. Um, I kind of like this. Uh, you know, nobody, nobody, everybody's credible. Nobody comes out looking bad for losing because no matter who you lose to, you've lost to a former champion True. or the current champion. So uh, I don't think there's any harm that can be done here. Yeah. Uh, I, I read some people were having an issue with it because, you know, it's none of the, the newer talent in here. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I agree. It's they've set it up correctly. Cause again, it's former champions. No one's going to get hurt by losing. Um, and your goal really is to build towards WrestleMania. So this is just a way. It's just a stop on the way. Um, yeah. And let's not rush these newer people into, yeah. into these positions either. Build them, give them that credibility, then put them in these big title matches so that we actually believe that, number one, they could win, and number two, if they do win, that they have earned it. Yeah, agreed. From a kayfabe perspective. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I, and my early prediction is I, I, I Drew retains. I just don't see him dropping the belt before. Yeah, I, um, I think so, yeah. They could go for something shocking. And then, and then but... at... Uh, I think Drew retains, and then at Fastlane, we get the singles match with Sheamus. Yeah. Um, I agree. I think that's I think that's where you play this. So Edge is still looming. Edge showing up on all shows. Yeah, interesting that, because, uh, you know, we were talking last week about how, you know, he's kind of back and trying to be full-time, full-time, and he's showing up, and I think even he even in an interview said, I'm going to be on TV every week leading up to Mania. So it's not yeah. going to be that kind of part-time now, whether he's going to wrestle anymore. I don't know, you know, how right. many matches we're going to get in there before WrestleMania. Um, I mean, so far he's had two match. I mean, he's had five matches, but he's had two matches, Royal yeah. Rumbles and matches with Randy Orton. That's yeah. all he's done. Yes. So, um, so I would like to see more. I tell you though, a little shocking. His appearance on NXT did yeah. nothing for the rating. Yeah. Did nothing. Nothing for the ratings. Um, in fact, uh, did they even go down? <laughs> I, I'm not going to swear to that, uh, but they were in the 600,000s and that's far from, you know, the heights of NXT on USA. Yeah. Uh, so that was a little shocking. I don't know. Do people, did people ever watch for edge or did they just like edge and they were watching for Cena and they were watching for Austin was edge ever truly a draw. I'm starting to question that now. Hmm. I mean, then. And who knows further analysis will be needed. Um, Yeah. I like that. He did show up on NXT from a storyline point though. Um, Yeah. Just because, you know, last year with, with flair um, choosing to face Rhea Ripley, because she, you know, that there's a champion she wanted to beat and, and and take that championship. You know, I I don't like the outcome of that, but I liked the story of it. Um, Mm -hmm. Now, obviously I don't see him challenging the NXT champion. Um, no, I, I, I believe it's going to be reigns. I think it's going to be him and Roman. Um, that's what I'm feeling. Although we'll both were rumble winners challenge SmackDown champions. Ooh, that's a good point. Mm. That occurred know. to me earlier today. If one of them doesn't, I'd prefer edge not to. Yeah. Uh, Cause I definitely want, bon- I, I still Bianca want and Sasha. I definitely want that. And I still want Brian and reigns. I'm still clinging to hope that we'll get Brian and Reigns. I don't have a whole lot of hope, but I'm clinging to what little hope I have. I got a feeling we're going to get that, but it's probably going to be at Fastlane. Yeah. 
I think I think we are going to get uh, Reigns and Brian. I just don't think it's going to be at Mania, unfortunately. As much as I would enjoy that. Um, Yeah. Yeah. But going uh, back for a second, while I'm thinking about it, to uh, talking about the the ratings for NXT, here's something that nobody talks about. At least I haven't seen anybody talk about when it comes to the ratings and how AEW usually wins and all that, which is fine. Um, But something that NXT has that AEW doesn't is the next day they are uploaded to the WWE network. Yes. So if you miss NXT on Wednesday, then you can just watch it the next day on the network. And with AEW, you don't have that option. That's true. Um, And pretty much everybody who's watching NXT and AEW has a network. Not, not literally everybody, but most people do. And so I wonder how many of them are using that as their way of watching NXT so that they can watch AEW and then just watch NXT on the network the next day. So you can't stream AEW on TNT the next day? Oh, I don't know. Can you? I don't know. I, I don't. That's why I was asking. I don't know the answer to that question. Because I like with I Raw know. and NXT and even SmackDown on Fox, if you have the Fox app, you can watch it the next day. If you've got the USA app, you can watch those the next day. I'm just thinking that probably you can. If you if I think TNT has an app, I'm pretty sure they do. Um, now, what's required though? Do you have to have some sort of television subscription? Well, like with Fox and um, USA, when you log in, if you want to watch those previous episodes um, and the content, it, or if you want to watch live, uh, you have to have you have to log in, like with your cable providers, log in or whatever. Um, right. Okay. That's what I was thinking. So those people, I don't know for me, cause I've, I've done that occasionally with something like on travel channel or this or that I've, I've yeah. done that when I've missed something, but it, it's kind of a pain and it's easier for me just to DVR it or to watch it live. True. True. And I'm sure it's, it, so I'm I sure think, the numbers are, are, you know, kind of nominal in that. Yeah. In yeah. that range. Um, whereas I think a lot of people, if they have the option to stream, through a service that they own will go that route. So I'm sure some people probably do that, but I think most people who have a subscription to, you know, direct TV or Comcast cable or whatever, probably watch in a traditional way, right. Using that and then watch streaming stream things that they can't watch the traditional way. Yeah, That's what I do at least. Cause I think, cause when you DVR, that still counts. Yeah. You have to watch it within three days ah i got but um so that's why the overnights change yeah Um, you get your overnights and then you get your final rating a couple days later yeah um so yeah it still counts i don't know i'm just kind of i don't know thinking out loud i guess it's just something to consider yeah i think a lot of people might do that they they might watch nxt on the network true do you think it's enough to to close the gap in the room. Um, that's that's the real question. question. That's the real question. Yeah. Um, that, that's a good question too. Yeah. 1.6 million subscribers. I don't know. Maybe on some weeks, maybe on the weeks where they're close. True. Um, so in a week where, you know, it's 900,000 versus 600,000, probably not. Right. But in a weekend where it's 850 versus 770,000, maybe possibly. Um, so I don't know. Good, good. You know, 
we're just we're just thinking out loud, everybody. Yeah, you know, we don't know what we're talking about. We we're not really hating on it. We're not shilling for one product or the other. We're just saying something yeah. that doesn't get talked about. Um, yep. I want both shows to do extremely well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I want all re- even wrestling. I don't watch. I want it to do well. Yeah, it's good for everybody. Yeah, good for the business as a whole. Uh, yep. My whole. <laughs> you found a way yes (laughs) got it i'm not gonna say anything else because it's gonna sound bad in relation to what we're talking about i'm still trying to keep the show going so you don't tell me what you were gonna say at the beginning of this oh that's true that's very very true we're gonna be getting to that i might do it Uh, well unfortunately we're kind of out of stuff to talk about (laughs) unless there's anything Ah! else oh god i'm so scared uh what's your what's something you loved Make it uh, something I love. <laughs> you go first. I got to think about it. I got to think about it. Um, I, I've already talked about it, but I'm going to mention it again. I freaking love Tom Nakano so much and just her performance and putting over the importance and the significance of this hair versus hair match to her. Uh, man, she sells stuff in, in an acting sense, like nobody else does. And uh, maybe she wasn't acting. Maybe maybe she knows she's going to lose or something. And she's really crying because she's going to lose her hair. I don't know. Uh, but she sold it. And again, she's she's about as good as anybody I've ever seen. And I wish more people talked about her. So Tom Nakano and her performance was uh, what I loved, was one of the things I loved and what I wanted to highlight from this week. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, that's very cool. For me, what I loved this past week, uh, uh, for I, I mean, once again, it's Billy Kay. She's just hilarious. <laughs> I she really is. like what she's doing. Um and, and hope it keeps going. Uh and but I also hope, you know, she gets some credibility in the ring as well. <laughs> I don't yeah. want her to just be a comedy character. Um right. but it's working right now, well, so know, I'm, when, I'm down for it. When she got into the rumble, she she did pretty well. She yeah. she looked like she could take care of herself. So hopefully, hopefully, um, they won't totally make a an enhancement talent out of her. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's it. That's our show. Ba bam. We are done. Um, of course, we want to hear what your thoughts are. Uh, and thank you to everybody who's been tuning in. Um, we really, really appreciate the support. Continue to like, share, subscribe, spread the word. Uh, if you know people that like wrestling and are looking for a good podcast, hey, send them our way. Uh, you can find us at Plus WrestleCast on Twitter. Twitter that's P L U S WrestleCast. Uh, you can find me at Timothy K. You can find Stephen at Bizarro Doom, and you can search for the Positively Wrestling Podcast on Facebook and find our landing page there. So please come be a part of the conversation. We'd love to hear from you. Um, Give us some ideas, what you want us to talk about or what you liked or didn't like about the show. Anything. Give us some feedback. And thank you again to the people that made us a five-star rated podcast on iTunes. Uh, That's our show for this week. We will be back next week once again talking about wrestling, as we always do, right here on Positively Wrestling.